you all now have only with sign-up bonuses and referral bonuses, 415,000 points for one $95 annual fee. Hello and welcome back to the Daily Drop podcast. I am Megan and I am here solo today. Mike and I are recording a few solo episodes while we're on complete opposite corners of the world. So you're stuck with me today, but we're talking about one of my all-time favorite strategies. So we'll keep it exciting. We'll keep it fun. We're going to be talking about two-player mode today. This is Truly, like I said, one of my all-time favorite strategies. And if you are travel hacking with a partner or traveling with a partner and considering travel hacking, if you're confused about how you can keep earning more and more points and really stack up the points that you are earning and you're not implementing two-player mode, then this is the episode for you. Not only am I going to chat through what two-player mode is and how to put it into practice. But I'm also going to chat about the various bank rules to keep in mind and referral rules to keep in mind as well. So let us get into it. So we'll start with the basics. That's where I always like to begin with what is two-player mode. Well, two-player mode is when you and someone else, most commonly a partner or a spouse, but you know, this could really be a bestie or a family member or someone you love. And what you're doing is you're working together to maximize your points. And one of the main parts of this two-player mode strategy is referring each other to cards to maximize on both sign-up bonuses and referral bonuses. So sign-up bonuses, as you know, are the welcome offers that cards give you to sign up where you can get those really large lump sum of points. Referral bonuses are also a way to get a large lump sum of points for referring someone over to a card. And different banks do have different rules on how you can send out referrals, what those referrals look like, and various rules. And we are going to talk about that today. But let me just chat through the two-player mode process. I'm going to like zoom it out, broad view, and then I'm going to zoom it in with a specific card view. So step one is that player one would get a card. Step two, player one earns that sign-up bonus along with any additional points on everyday spend, as always, only in a responsible and strategic way. Step three, player one refers player two to their own card. And then player one will receive a bonus amount of points. A general time frame for this, because this is a big question we get, there's a general time frame of eight to 12 weeks that banks offer you. Oftentimes it's faster than that, but if you're like, where are my points? It could take up to 12 weeks. And then step four is that player two follows along with that process. So they earn their sign-up bonus along with any additional points on everyday spend. And then step five, you all burn those points together, spending them on somewhere dreamy around the world. And then you continue to rinse and repeat this process. But you definitely want to pace yourself in the process in your own way. You know, this only works if you're strategic with your spending habits. And it's not like this doesn't have to be like a rapid process. You don't have to sign up for a card. And then one month later, you must refer, you know, as long as you're holding the card, you're good to refer. 
but I, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little ahead of myself there. If I, if I go into that, because we are going to talk about the rules, as I said, shortly, but let's talk about a very specific example um, before I go through those common questions. So we're going to chat through an example with the, using the Chase Sapphire Preferred. So with the Chase Sapphire Preferred, player one is going to earn that sign up bonus along with any additional points on everyday spend always in that strategic and responsible way. So the player one is going to earn the current 60,000 um, point signup bonus. And let's just say they earn 10,000 additional points on dining and other purchases just to keep it nice and easy here. So that gives them 70,000 points. Player one is then going to refer player two over to their own card and player one now earns an additional 15,000 points. And if you're like, I am not tracking these numbers, I'm going to give you the totals in a moment. And then from there, player two follows along, right? So they're going to earn their signup bonus. Let's just keep it easy. They earn the 60,000 signup bonus plus 10,000 additional spend. So they're also earning 70,000 points. So our total is 70,000 points for our first player plus 15,000 points plus 70,000 points. And that in total is 155,000 points. So you can now burn those points together and then rinse and repeat. You could do this again with other card families. Like for example, let's say you have an Amex Gold and you earn um, 150,000 points or so. If you do all of that in one year, you're going to now have 309,000 points. And a little bonus tip for um, American Express and something that myself and my player two did, and we're going to you and I are going to chat about this in the rules in just a moment. Amex is one of the most generous with their referral bonuses, and you can refer to many different cards from one link. From one link, not only can you refer to those standard travel American Express cards like the Gold and the Platinum, but you can also refer out to co-branded cards like the Hilton cards, um, Delta cards, etc. So. For example, let's say player one has the American Express Platinum. They refer their player two over to the American Express Gold. They wait a bit. Then player one can refer their player two over to a Hilton Surpass. They wait a bit. Then player two refers the player one over to a Hilton Honor $0 annual fee. I mean, it's really like travel hacking ping pong. You can have a lot of fun here, uh, keeping in line with the, the big rules and just really stacking up your points. Now, I think the biggest worry is with annual fees. You know, if I'm referring my partner over to a card that I have that carries a big annual fee, you know, those annual fees are really going to stack up. And how do we make that make sense? So I'm going to chat through a couple examples, but as always, it does have to come down to what works for you and what works for your circumstances. You know, I know some families that you know, both uh, husband and wife or both partners have um, an American Express Platinum or both partners have a Chase Sapphire Reserve and that just works for them. Um, if that doesn't work for you, you can still play this game and you can play it really, really well. So I have a, a Chase example here that I'm going to chat you through. Um, and I think I, this is just a, a personal statement here, but I really do think that Chase is one of the most, if not the best, um, family-friendly points family for you to earn points 
and maximize them together because you can combine chase points with one other member of your family, you can really stack them up. So here's an example of how you can play in two player mode while keeping your annual fees low. And in fact, in this case, in total with six cards, this family will only have one $95 annual fee. So we're really keeping our annual fees low here. So let's say player one gets the Chase Sapphire Preferred card, and let's say they get that 60,000 um, point signup bonus. So now they have that Chase Sapphire Preferred card, which is a really powerful card in your travel hacking wallet, because now you have access to um, fully transferable ultimate rewards points. Let's say player one adds on the Chase Freedom card and they get the 20,000 um, point signup bonus. And then let's say player one also adds on the Chase Inc. business cash card and gets the currently elevated, but not for too much longer, signup bonus of 90,000 points. So the Freedom Unlimited and the Inc. Business Cash are both $0 annual fee cards. So, so far, we're only at $95 annual fees. Now, let's say player one refers over their player two to the Chase Freedom Unlimited, still a $0 annual fee card. Player two is going to earn 20,000 points for their sign-up bonus, and player one is going to earn 5,000 points for their sign-up bonus. So a little bit on the lower end, but we love all points. And remember that small points stack up into big points. And then let's say player one also refers them over to their own Chase Inc. business cash card and refers them over to the Chase Inc. Business Unlimited card. With the business cards, you can refer over to both. So now player two is gonna earn 90,000 points on the Inc. Cash and 90,000 points on the Inc. Unlimited. And player one is gonna earn 40,000 points for the referral bonus. Those um, business cards have high referral bonuses. And so in total, between player one and player two, you all now have only with signup bonuses and referral bonuses, 415,000 points for one $95 annual fee. And of course, signup bonuses and referral bonuses do change. I did mention that that ink bonus is getting ready to change um, on January 18th. So um, about at time of recording, we're kind of at last call. And then um, if you're listening to this at a later date, um, it'll probably be a different signup bonus, but you can still see the power of how this stacks up. And that's not even including any spend. I didn't include any everyday spend and maximizing on your spend categories within that. And because you can combine with one other member of your household in Chase, that player too doesn't have to hold one of those cards that turns cashback cards into fully transferable points. So you all now have almost a half a million points, probably are at a half a million points with the spend that you would put on the card with a single $95 annual fee. I know I've said that so many times, but I just think it's wild what you can do with this two player strategy. And, and this is really, I would say like the heart of my travel hacking strategy, because it is just so seamless to stack up points together in this way. Now, if you did want to take it a little more premium and you wanted one of those premium cards in your wallet, Chase actually very recently um, announced something super exciting, which I shared in the Daily Drop Lounge, which is our free Facebook community, that you can now 
refer from, if you have a Chase uh, Sapphire Reserve, you can now refer someone over to a Chase Sapphire Preferred. This was not previously the case. Previously, it was card to card. So if you had a reserve, you had to refer over to a reserve, which is, um, that would be two $550 annual fees. And that can be a lot for a family. But now if you do want to hold that premium card, you can have that Chase Sapphire Reserve get all of those amazing benefits, like their really flexible travel credit, lounge access, um, some really stellar travel insurance and, and more. And then you can refer your player too over to the preferred, still hold a really awesome card, um, get some more benefits to stack on top of it. And you don't have to hold both of those high annual fees. So, I mean, there's so many examples I could lay out in how to maximize two-player mode. Um, but you can see just like how you can get strategic with it and think outside the box and, and just consider what you can do and how you can stack up points. So let us now talk about some of those various bank referral rules that I've kind of tapped on a bit and even chatted through a couple of them. So a couple of overall rules, no matter the bank, in order to earn your referral bonus, um, your referral points, you do have to keep your card open. And then of course you have to be responsible with your credit. Um, make sure your card isn't past due, all that good stuff that you're already doing because you're an amazing travel hacker. Um, so yeah, those are just some general rules. And then as far as each bank goes, there's different rules on like what card you can refer over to along with the maximum amount of referral points that you can earn, because that's also a thing. So if your wheels are spinning of like, oh, you know, I could refer my husband, I could refer my wife, I could refer my partner, I could refer my bestie. Um, and you're just thinking of all of the other people you can refer because you can refer to multiple people. You can have a player three, you can have a player four. I feel like that's a conversation for another time. Um, you can do that. And there's just some, some maximums to remember as well. So Chase is generally card to card. I did just share, they had a super exciting announcement recently. Um, and they do have just a really handy catch all page, uh, where you can just put your like last four in, um, and it'll tell you what you have referral, but um, bonus offers for, and it'll tell you how much the bonus is and how much the sign up bonus is as well. So I'll link that catch all page in the show notes so that you do have it. Um, there are some like sneaky ones I've seen uh, fall in there before, even outside of the rules kind of changing. Um, that'll also show you that page will also show you your maximum for the year. Um, so they just kind of make it super easy and laid out there for you to keep in line with their, their rules and the maximums that you um, do you have, and then their maximum on referral bonus points you can earn is, is generally per card and not overall. So then we have Capital One. Capital One has a pretty generous open referral link. They have many of their cards, no matter what card you own so or hold. So if you have the you know, Venture X card, you might be able to refer someone over to the Venture card. The one caveat with Capital One is they must be a new card holder. So they're like somewhere in the middle of open and strict. <laughs> they also have a handy page that you can check in on. So I'll link that one in the show notes as well. And then the bonus itself is going to be different depending on the card you hold. So if you hold a venture axe, you might earn more referral points than if you held a venture card. And then they do have a 100,000 max referral miles per year. 
American Express is super flexible. I touched on them a little bit, even over to co-branded cards, and they make it pretty simple too. I think the banks make it pretty simple for us to find our referral bonus links and bonus points and all of that. Um, right through your account, there's a refer refer friends get rewarded uh, button or tab, and it'll tell you how much you can earn max points and all of that. City does not currently have a referral program right now. Um, I don't know that that necessarily counts them out. Uh, we might touch on that a little bit here in a, here in a moment, um, but they don't have a referral program right now. So not the most friendly for two player mode. Um, and then Built does have a referral program and it's just right there in their handy app or online account. I have seen them elevate their referral bonus to some pretty exciting things before. So something to keep your eye on. Now, I think the biggest question that comes up is if our points live in different places and we travel together, what do we do? And there's still several ways to make um, booking travel super simple and seamless, even when you're using two-player mode. I've been doing it since 2017, and and we've been we've been all right. We've been doing it well. We've never ended up on a, a different plane or anything like that. So. Generally speaking, when you transfer your bank points over to an airline or hotel, those names need to match on both accounts. So if it's my card and my name is on the card, I have to transfer it to my airline loyalty account. There's a loose um, exception to this. It does not work all the time, but sometimes if you have your partner on as an authorized user, sometimes you can get around that. I have seen so many varying data points for this. Um, so it's it's an exception, but it's not like a guaranteed exception. Uh, and you know, it's important to remember you can be an authorized user and still hold the card as your own. I think the only thing to keep in mind is with Chase, their 524 rule, um, five cards in 24 months, that authorized user status um, will count towards that. But if you're wondering like, can I, be an authorized user on my partner's Chase Sapphire Reserve and then get a Chase Sapphire Reserve or get a Chase Sapphire Preferred? The answer is yes. No need to remove them or anything like that unless you're worried about those 524 slots. So, I mean, very briefly, I think that does bring up the question, like, should I add my partner as an authorized user? And I think this does depend on the card. Some are free to add. So, you know, why not? Especially if you're getting additional perks. I think if you're not getting any additional perks or bonuses or anything like that, um, I, it's up It's up to you and your circumstances. There's various circumstances. Um, you know, it can, if you have a partner that doesn't have great credit, but they're really working on it and they're really educating themselves on it all, it is something that could potentially help them get into this game. Um, there's going to be various rules on that. I think, you know, this is another topic we could go into in another time. Um, sometimes there are authorized user bonuses. I just got offered one recently um, on my Amex Gold. So, there are various reasons you might want that, and it doesn't like take you out of playing two-player mode either. So um, I digress back to if our points live in different places and we're traveling together. Another way to get your points together is through pulling or combining your points um, in the bank, but each bank is going to have different rules and it is going to vary by bank. So I mentioned, I think a couple of times that Chase allows you to combine points with one other member of your household. You do need to call to do this and it's uh, generally best for you both to be there for the call because they might need information for each of you. You do have to have the same um, billing address to be able to do that. Capital One is kind of our free spirit here. You can combine freely with anyone. And again, you do have to call. And then American Express, you cannot combine points. So they're our free spirit with our referral bonuses, but they're a little strict on the combining points front. 
And then with City, you can combine points, uh, 100,000 points per year max, and then they do expire in 90 days. Um, and all of that is done online. So this is where I'm like, it doesn't necessarily count you out of doing City with two-player mode. There are some opportunities, um, maybe just not the most friendly. Um, and even if you can't combine points, it still can make sense. So with American Express, for example, because there are strict friends, let's say you each have 100,000 American Express points, you can still book your tickets together using your individual points because you can book an award ticket for someone else in your account. So even though the names have to match in transfer, they don't have to match in booking. You can book award travel for multiple people. You can book award travel once the points are in your airline account, for example. You can book that for someone else. So you can book your trip using one account. And maybe, you know, something my um, husband and I do quite often is we might use his points to book us there and then my points to book us back or, you know, vice versa. So there's still really ways to maximize this. And I really wouldn't count it out, especially with something like American Express with such powerful points and the opportunity to really stack with one of our favorite portals, Rakuten. There's just really ways to still maximize your points there. And so I wouldn't count it out. And there's still ways to book your travel as well. Um, and then the last thought I'm going to leave you all with is within airline and hotel loyalty programs. Um, so we know our bank points, uh, we've talked a little bit about combining those, but with airline and hotel loyalty programs, airline programs specifically, generally you can't combine points with another person. Sometimes they'll charge for you to combine points and it's really generally not worth it. Um, hotel loyalty programs are a different story. They each kind of have their own rule on combining points. Um, and then the other question I think that comes into play here is should you each have your own airline and hotel program um, or should you only have one that you're kind of trying to pull into? And I would say the answer is both and then just get really strategic with it. You know, on flights, you can earn miles for yourself. And also I just talked about how um, you can only transfer over to your own account. So it kind of makes sense for you to have your own account set up. Um, with hotels, you can easily earn status by combining everything together. Um, there's just so many reasons it makes sense to have both. And um, there's ways you can stack up points. Like let's say a hotel sends you like a random, um, click this link, earn 500 points. You can't do that twice for one account, but you can do that in each account. So there are just ways to maximize on both. And there's ways to maximize um, really focusing on one. And that's really going to vary by your travel habits and circumstances and all of that. So we won't get too in depth, but I think the thing to keep in mind is have both, have each have your own, and then just consider which ones you might put focus on pulling points into, where you might put focus on, um, you know, if you're going for a challenge or if there's like a really big promo going on, which account it makes sense to really maximize on. I guess an example that comes into my mind is if only one of you have a Hilton card, then you're probably going to put more focus on that person's Hilton account um, because you know you're going to earn points on the card. You know you're going to earn um, points for stays and all that jazz. So you might have that one single focus point. That's a very random off the top of my head example. Um, but yeah, the answer to keep it simple is both. Um, great. So I think that is 
all of the kind of common questions that come up here. Uh, I hope that you're excited to maximize on two-player mode, one of my favorite strategies. I'd love to hear if this is something you're already maximizing, if there's um, something in this episode that gave you kind of a light bulb moment today, of course. Uh, as always, we love hearing from you, so you can leave us a um, rating and review on your favorite um, podcast platform that you're listening on. You can leave us a comment if you're listening to us over on YouTube. And if you are hanging out with us in our free Facebook community and the Daily Drop Lounge, I always love having conversations with you all after these episodes go live. So you can always uh, send us a note or a question through in there as well. And all of those links are in the show notes, easy for you to find. And with that, I will close another episode of the Daily Drop Podcast. Happy travel hacking, my friends, and I'll see you next time.